Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lioness Podcast. We are your hosts, I'm Leanne. I'm Kelly. And I'm Steph. And today we're going to be diving into the subject of self-love or self-care, you might want to call it. Yes. So <laughs> girls, self-love, big subject. You can go many ways with this one. A big trending topic. Indeed. Right now. 32.7 million posts on Instagram. Oh, wow. wow. Hashtag self-love. So why is it a trend at the moment? Because it's so desperately needed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good one, Steph. Because, yeah, um, I think a lot of people feel like they hate themselves, maybe. Yeah. They don't look after themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Relatable. Yeah. And <laughs> they. I, mean, I guess that's why we're talking about it today. Yeah. <clears throat> I think as well with, like... The um, mental health crisis right now. Yeah, that's like related, I guess, to lack of self care. Yeah, but it, I think there's just more awareness of it now. Um, in the past, it wasn't even recognised, was it, as something it, you just had to get on with, the, get on with things. Yeah, and I think yeah. If more, anything, it'll be frowned upon, wouldn't it? We're more coming mm. around to um, mental health and. Actually, looking after that as well as ourselves. Yeah. Um, and also, I think because of that, we've moved into the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. to bring this into a spiritual uh, perspective. I guess we're doing here. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Did you? Maybe we could consciousness go... is rising. I think on on the whole. Yeah, sure. And um, that's definitely one of the reasons that we're touching on the subject today, I think. Sorry, did you want to say something? Do you feel like we should maybe go over some things that could be things people are doing that are counteractive of self-care and self-love that is sort of yeah. worldwide, you know, then so we can actually address what it is that we're doing that's so not this, loving of ourselves. Self-harm we're doing. Yeah, like, because <clears throat> I think you could just imagine the extreme, couldn't you? Like, oh well, I don't need to worry about self-love because I'm not, you know, um, hurting myself purposely. That doesn't actually mean that... People don't even realise yeah, that they're causing yeah. harm to themselves yeah, so by the things that they're doing because it's so normal. Yeah, right? So, We've for been, example, is yeah. like if you look at um, the rise of consumption of things like coffee and energy drinks, is this not like a big... Um, red flag there like why are we feel attacked right now <laughs> yeah but I'm drinking a coffee as we speak but it's I do think just unhealthy habits in general I guess yeah like because they're you're reaching for um energy extra energy I think what the problem is with, with um the addiction thing um that you're trying to get is that everybody has these has some kind of addiction mm. trying to get away from something in their life you know it's yeah. an escape or to cover or to so if you're lacking energy you know it's yeah. there's a reason behind that instead of looking into that reason we're reaching for the stimulants and it's stuff. a way to avoid yeah actually doing this work I and guess. if you think about how many people like they just if you just go on youtube or instagram it's it's so it's just fashionable to be promoting these things like stimulants and yeah. coffee and it's cool to drink coffee or don't talk wake me up before my coffee and slogans and everything it's all promoting the mainstream is promoting yeah. like 
yeah, just use these stimulants yeah. and feel so great. Ignore how you really feel. Yeah, like, you know? oh, there's something going on. Like, if you got in tune with your body, you'd be like, okay, why am I feeling so tired? Let me get to the root of that. I'm clearly doing something wrong. Yeah. Instead, it's just like, oh, look, I mean, I'll just buy a can of Monster and then, yeah. you know, I'll just keep going. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Power through. Yeah. Day after day after just day. Just ignore how I really feel because we're kind of taught to do that. Yeah. In society is you need to be a certain way and we need to be on the clock. Yeah. And we need to perform basically every day. Burning out our adrenal glands. We're expected to be. And I think in, a lot of people don't even recognize that they wouldn't say that they self harm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is. And yeah. all these slogans, it's like it is normal when people think of addicts they think of heroin with a needle in his arm um but that's not the case it's like we live in a society of addicts but we 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 just act like it's normal we act like it's the desire way desired way to be you know it's the meaning that we put on certain addictions yeah but really they are all addictions they do just actually stimulate things like anxiety um which then creates this negative brain talk so anxiety is just basically overthinking in a negative way so you do end up just um pushing that so so but self so self-harm that everyone does is i would say negative thoughts about self we mm. all berate ourselves we all expect a certain standard of ourselves we all judge ourselves which is the main problem i think that yeah. we need to be at a certain place or we judge ourselves when we're not at that place that we uh so-called need to be but we don't we don't actually need to be there it's just that's what we made made it mean yeah what society sort of you need to be successful you need certain things in your life you need to buy have a posh car and house and perfect partner um and then we judge ourselves when we don't have when everything's not perfectly in place yeah again like um comparing ourselves against each other comparison is a massive one yeah because we're all different and we're not meant to be the same Mm. yeah and yet we all kind of strive to be somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so that's literally going to leave you. Whether that or not, because people are striving towards things that they think they need and want, that have been advertised to them, but they've never truly listened to what they really want. So No, and then, it, it, like, especially if you're not listening to what you truly want and you think you just want what everybody else wants. Yeah. You're never going to be satisfied anyway. So, like, oh, you know, but I still live at home, so it would be wow, it'd be really great to have a house for myself, you know, or like a home of my own. And then you see others who have maybe two homes and like a car and you're like, oh, wow, it'd be really great to have that. And then like, I love a holiday home. And then it's just like, Tony Robbins has a private jet. I want a private jet. Yeah. And then it just never ends. Where does it stop? It doesn't stop. It's just like, because you cannot replace that emptiness yeah. with something material, something on the outside. If you feel in something on the inside, it takes something on the inside to fill it, right? Yeah. So this is the um, delusion we've been sold, I feel, yeah. is that you can buy happiness. So I think just come in really aware of that, that money doesn't bring happiness. Like our stepmother is like a perfect example of this. Like she is clearly chronically depressed, won't admit it, um, lives in this 
trap of consumerism where she's just constantly focused on getting her next fix because that's going to make her happy. You know, I'll be happy when I get that car. She gets that car a week, a day later. She's back to being miserable, you know. Oh, I'll be happy when I go on that holiday. When they get back from that holiday, back to misery. Like, it's this consumerism um, sales pitch that everybody's been sold, you know, like, buy happiness. It it doesn't work. And uh, so if that's just given you guys all an idea of where you might need to look at your life like where you could be lacking self-love um because I think I can't think of one person that doesn't need to give more focus to self-love and self-care like I literally can't think of one person that is doing enough for that you know we could all be doing more yeah so we'll go over some ideas that we all have um whether they're ideas we've practiced or heard from other people, but things that can help with self-care, self-love. Yeah. So I guess um, carrying on this list of things that people harm themselves by, um, I've also written hiding away. So um, Isolation. Isolating yourself can be really harmful because connection is definitely one of the most important things we need that's not promoted um, and that people are, don't really think about. Um, unhealthy food. Mm-hmm. Um, people, obviously, this yeah, is that's trendy. That's like, a quick fix, isn't it? You're like, oh, yeah. you know, I really want to eat that. Yeah, that'll make me feel better for yeah. the moment. Literally, yeah. that's what this... Give me that crisp sandwich that I love. But. Yeah, well, they've been saying, yeah. doing it to us it's in films. Uh, if you think about pop culture and yeah. movies and stuff, they're always saying, like, um, you know, a girl gets dumped to reach for the tub of ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that will make me feel but better. you see, most people are overweight and unhealthy, and this is how a lot of people cope. Yeah, because they are reaching for that tub of ice cream. And it's, uh, it's like a pleasure trap because it's addictive Or if you're anything like me, you do the opposite, and you, um, you restrict. restrict. Yeah. yeah. Like, I restrict when I'm anxious or I'm upset, you know? So yeah. it can go either way. Both are very unhealthy, yeah. you know? But, it do, but they're both very unhealthy, so you're yeah. going them extreme ends of yeah. things. So. Even when you're conscious of what healthy food is and how I, you know, I'm con- conscious about what I should be eating, and yet I can't always muster up the energy to eat healthy. <laughs> and I just ate a great yeah. sausage roll, vegan sausage roll, of course. I wouldn't eat animals, but before this podcast, I'm hungry, you know? like yeah. You just because but sometimes that maybe that is self love to just do what you want to do in the moment. But I think it is also a progress to realizing what's really actually healthy for you. Yeah, but it does come from a trail of unhealthiness. So you you only got to that point of having to go get the Greg sausage roll because you didn't take care of yourself today. You didn't make yourself some nice healthy food or prepare yourself a lunch. You know, you instead maybe were dealing with other things that were making you freeze or taking up your time and I think a lot of us you know if if people are really honest with themselves we we don't set time for ourselves we spend a lot of time frozen like just frozen in the moment of watching tv yeah or scrolling on an app or you know 
it's instead of using that time to look within and feel within. Yeah. I think a key focus as well is balance. Like if like no matter what you choose for self care, whether I know, uh, say like journaling, like yeah, it's great to journal. It is really good to get your feelings out. But then that could always if you spend all your time doing that, yeah, it can cause isolation. Yeah. My yeah. issue is when I'm highly stressed, I'll go exercise. Now exercise is incredibly healthy and not enough people do it, but I have exercise addiction. Yeah. yeah. So So it's being go, intuitive about yeah. what is actually feels good. Like like really actually understanding what feels good on when I'm actually just forcing myself to do something that I think is self-love. Or if in Steph's case it sounds more like distraction. And that's just another So you're distracting yourself by exercising from dealing with what's really bothering you. No, not always. Sometimes I think that can play into it. But at times when I'm so highly stressed, the best thing I can do is go for a run. And And I know a lot lot of people do feel like she's getting endorphins. That is healthier. But I think because of where my mindset is, there is a limit and I need to... Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, sometimes I step over the line, and I normally know where my limit is, and I realise, okay, you need to stop. You're pushing yourself. Yeah, kind of thing. But there are times when I'm so in my head and so anxious that I just need to keep going and keep going and keep going. Do you find when you run, then your your thoughts stop? Yeah. Because then you're focused on the moment. Yeah, or if I or if I'm lifting, like I'm just so focused on trying to like lift the weight or whatever you just your mind just goes and it's like it's like taking a drug isn't it it's that numbingness for that little bit yeah and then so I do it for long periods of time because I need that Mm. numbing yeah and yes it's just sort of learning you know you need balance in anything you choose yeah and it's the same with you know is it called orthorexia Orthorexia, yeah where people go to the extreme with the healthy eating even yeah and then you know, they end up getting sick because it's a sick mindset to be obsessive about anything. So if you're just thinking on a spiritual mm. level, it doesn't even matter to the point that you're only consuming healthy foods. If mentally and spiritually you're not healthy, you can still get very sick. Yeah. You know, so being orthorexic, that mindset of obsession with health and and being so fearful, it's the holding the fearful thoughts of the, the unhealthy foods that is then spiritually holding you back. Yeah. So it, it Steph's totally right so about the balance. So yeah. it's like you need to be healthy, but you also need to be free. Yeah. yeah. But you don't also want to fall into punishing yourself because you're now turned this into a task of self-love yeah. that you yeah. also and now, like, are failing at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Or you're in yeah. a place where you can't, um, carry on your normal ritual so your normal diet or your normal exercise yeah. or your yeah. normal like we have it yeah. with our bad habits if we can, if we go somewhere really where we're unable to do what we want to do then um it, it creates that that panic that fear that like you know I, I they haven't got what I need here you know and it yeah. that's where the balance it's is that, lost because you're not free thing, anymore yeah. yeah so you're not free like that's the thing it's like you can build your world around you like yeah. so you can keep it so controlled and exactly how you want it but the second you go traveling the second you're out of your comfort zone or the second someone just comes into your bubble and questions your own ideology you know then yeah. you're faced with this fear mm. this and then it completely takes you off balance so it's like some people might be thinking, well, I do all this stuff. I eat well, I exercise, I take care of myself. But are you balanced? Are you 
still free when you're taken out of your comfort zone yeah because on the outside when people first meet me that's what they think like oh you eat so healthy yeah you're so together oh look how much you exercise and blah 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 but like inside I'm like dying and then like mentally yeah so many just constantly worrying yeah there's so many problems I have and there's so much I can't do but you're admitting this think of all the girls that you look up to and you think they're doing the same thing but they they act like they're so together, yeah. they're so the balanced, Instagram. everything's so yeah. perfect in their Instagram. Yeah. But the fact is, is that they probably, if you take them out of their comfort zone, are they going to cope? Yeah. What if they can't have their a Kaya bowl or whatever it's called that stuff? morning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Acai, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is the thing. People, they, you know, they can project that they are yeah. this perfect, healthy person but it's someone that can be more balanced and free i think like having making sure you always have freedom um, self-love list is going with the flow yeah, yeah. exactly that's really what we're getting at yeah. like the comp- like being a, like i don't know just happiness comfort level yeah you know what i mean like instead of uh, i feel like i just regiment myself like you know, that's like I'm reprimanding myself yeah. all the time, yeah. and um, I, I want to let go of that like strict feeling. I feel like that is not self loving. Feel like more being in the flow of the energy of the day, mm. even. And I know? do feel like it like comes in waves as well. Like, yeah. There, you know, you're never going to be if you've suffered with any of this kind of control issues in the yeah, past. It's going to be it's, really hard to let go. Of. You're never going to suddenly just overcome it, even if you put in the work. There will be good times and bad. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, for, I think for all of us that have gone through that, where we've felt like we're really getting on top of things, we are able to let go, and then, you know, something will happen. Yeah. You're triggered. Band, yeah. yeah. Um, I think... But if you, even if you're just acknowledging that, which I think we're all quite good at doing Having now, the awareness. Because we're just having doing. more and more awareness. Yeah. Of, and then we notice it immediately now when we're doing it more, yeah. more and more. But you're never going to be perfect, are you? Because you've been trained, you've like you trained yourself your whole life, and your parents train you. you know, yeah, there's a they, lot they, to they criticise you, and they, they don't realise how detrimental that is to children. But it does come back to the comparison thing. Like hearing what you're saying now, guys, it's like yeah. what if we were all just here to be what we we were born all different, and if we was like embracing how different we were not one copy and knowing like no not one person is the same as the other like I think the world would be very different but we're not it's like there's cookie cutter molds that we're all trying to fit in you know there's a a select few and different people are trying to fit into different molds instead of just being what you naturally are and accepting accepting others as well yeah Um, and this is why we waged this war within and we waged <laughs> this war on the outside, you know, with other people. We judge people who aren't the same as us and even someone... Because what is perfect, like us, though, if you're not comparing yourself to anything We can still be else. judgmental in a way that's detrimental, you know? Like, yeah. There's making judgment and there's being judgmental, I think, in a way that's harmful to, you, to yourself, you know? Yeah. Because... We are all one, after all. So, like, exactly. I wrote a note here that's um, health, in my eyes, healthy self-care or self-love is just taking care of your basic human needs and that covering the mind, body, and soul. So are you taking care of your mind? 
are you taking care of your body and are you taking care of your soul spirit whatever you want to call it your inner world you know when you can bring all three of those aspects together I think that's when we can create more of that balance so we've spoke about how we can abuse the mind and abuse the body and I guess ignore the soul yeah yeah <laughs> you know, it, exactly. it's not even abuse of the soul we we completely squash and ignore our intuition and our inner world yeah. like it's overtaken by the mind because you have to remember that the mind is not your soul spirit it's not the essence of you yeah. that is a program that is like a memory bank that's like and you've almost created patterns through growing up in this society that that molded for you, you know. And yeah. we can fall into these thought patterns, um, but we forget that that mind is just chattering. And sometimes you need to quiet that down, turn the volume right down, and then see if there's anything else going on yeah. because that's that's coming from within, and you feel feel it. It's different to the mind chatter. We ignore that, that that feeling that comes from the heart, your intuition, and we give away our power and rely on external sources to tell us what to do with our lives. We're all individuals, and you literally have inside you your individual, personalised, custom um, navigation system yeah. that you do not need other people to tell you how you feel, to what to do in any given situation if you actually are able to really tune in Mm. to how your feelings and your emotions are indications of how you truly feel and that in your perspective that could be different from somebody else so it's all good um uh reaching out and looking for these answers on the outside but you can trust yourself and your own intuition and i think People have given the power away so much um, and they don't um, take responsibility for themselves. There's a lot of we blame outwards Mm. and actually true freedom comes from realising your power and taking responsibility for your life because um, actually the government aren't going to do that for us. No, nobody's going to do it for you. I think we're all... Um, can get stuck in this victim um, feeling, you know, where you feel powerless. And I think it is about taking that control back um, is what is a big part of this movement as well. Yeah, for sure. Like, if we're going to, if we're talking about, like, the soul and the spirit side of things, like the, if we, how we treat other people if you think about them more as yourself, you know, so we need to treat ourselves with more kindness, give ourselves more self-love, self-care, yeah. but how we treat others is has a massive effect on ourselves because oh, really we are oneness, you know. We're individual souls, but then the soul is all, all the individual souls are connected to one thing. Yeah. We are one thing. And we're all here on the planet to benefit the planet, yeah? And our soul growth, of course. But remembering the oneness, I think, is really important. And I think we do have a tendency as human beings to really look at each other so separate from ourselves. Um, 
and we're not that different. But we're not. And really knowing that we are on a cosmo cosmic level, we are all very much connected. And this is why you feel um if you let yourself, you can feel how others are feeling. You can sense um people's moods and stuff and I guess what I'm getting around to is just treating others well will in turn help you treat yourself better so I think some people who don't treat themselves well also have a bad habit of of not um not always doing the best around others so they could either isolate themselves by not giving enough of themselves to others or keeping themselves like closed off from others so they're not necessarily being mean people but just holding yourself back and seeing yourself as so separate I think you know doesn't help with your own self-love you know when you can see in others how amazing they are knowing that we all come from the same place and that can really help you see yourself in that light too so if you do struggle with if you really hate yourself that's a good place to start you know start really genuinely loving other people and it doesn't have to be a partner it can be friends it could be colleagues strangers strangers animals yeah I actually find like that's a really good point because I do find if I'm in a bad mood if I do like a good deed for somebody else my mood is lifted yeah it's like that friends episode when Joey's like there's no like selfless good deed and Phoebe's like yes there is but yeah. it's like it makes her feel good but that that, that yeah. is the case like yes I'm making someone else feel good and yeah, yeah that makes me feel good that's the thing it, yeah. it does yeah. and it does and that's, me up. there's nothing then, wrong with that that's a good thing especially yeah. when you're in a bad place you're, you're like oh I hate myself like I don't yeah. deserve to feel good yeah and yeah. then by putting that on someone else it's kind of a win-win yeah and have yeah. you ever done the opposite when you feel bad and then you snapping you're mean to someone yeah, and, oh my god oh my god don't you feel even worse than you yeah, already so felt like because you've lashed out at someone you've lashed out at yourself you hurt yourself by acting like that so yeah that's a great point Steph because it can completely switch your mood so true yeah and another thing is um, allowing yourself to have relationships even if you do feel like you hate yourself because some people yeah. say mm. oh you can't you can't attract love until you love yourself but that's fucking bullshit of course you can of course you love people regardless of whether you love yourself in fact it's easier to love others or even our animals more than ourselves sometimes and um, it can be really healing to still go still allow yourself to go forward into loving relationships because that can be really healing for someone who yeah. hates themselves. Yeah, because it can be quite detrimental. So, no, I felt that in the past. Like, if you're really yeah. down and then you're like, well, no one's going to love you until you love yourself, you're like, <laughs> yeah. well, it's really well, then I'm hopeless that. then, yeah, exactly. surely. They do say that a yeah. lot. A lot of people say that, and I think it's really harmful, Yeah, actually, I do. Because... No, in fact, you can be loved by others yeah. and you are already loved. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that, like, whoever does come into life is going to fix you. You no. still do the work. They can self, love you right you now, work. like, even when you're a mess on the floor. Or, like, what better opportunity for them I to think see another part of you? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's totally true. But, Joe, what I do think where, where they've got that mixed up, that saying, don't you think that they could be talking about, you know, how when you can love from, you can either, like, People say they love, but it's not necessarily love 
Do you know what I mean? So you can say like yeah, like, you, like for example, like with an animal or something, like um I could you can love that dog um so much, but is it because is it from your heart or is it from a need of like I need to have you in my life um and I need to, to be seen as someone who you know who loves animals and um or it's not even like I need to be seen as this but it's like a desperate need a de- it's coming from a place of desperate or feeling incomplete so is it really that you want the best for them or yeah. is it really that they just add to your experience yeah, so for example you know someone, someone who hoards you, loads so of animals or something yeah. That a good example would be someone who, who hoards a lot of animals. They just keep getting cats, yeah. And then you're like, why does this person keep getting cats? But they but they're, they're trying to fill this void. Them. So it's like, I love cats. I need to keep getting cats right. because they make me feel why good. Every time I get more cats, you know, I feel right. good. So but to love is to really take care, not just but take advantage. That thing is, is that yeah, you're that's coming from the wrong place, right? Because you need to just love from your heart, not need them to fill you, yeah? So all you yeah. it, people do it with partners as well. It's like, oh, I stay with him because he loves me more than I love him. And, you know, like... It's, yeah. in, or I'm only lovable in a relationship as a partnership. Yeah. Otherwise, I have yeah. nothing, you know. It's like coming from a place of I need this rather than a I place of I love this, whether it's mine or not. Yeah, yeah, you know, or I love you so long as you're filling my cup. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and um, but the second that you don't give me what I need from you, then the love turns off. You know, so that's what I mean. It's so like, it's like unconditional love. Yeah, really is. It's conditional love that most people are having, and that's not yeah. fulfilling them. That's- that's the love that they have, that most of us have for ourselves. It's completely conditional on what we have, do, um, Don't love this experience, yeah. like, look like. Like, yeah. so conditioned on so many different things that we've set ourselves um, goals to reach or whatever. But it's that's like, not unconditional. Yeah, so that's what I was sort of getting at, like, yeah. it, Conditional, I know. Conditional love can almost make you feel the opposite. You know, so but it is the the that is what you see in the movies, and that is what is presented in life. Like even with most people, don't even really know what love is. Yeah, where we you'd think there is, of course, there's unconditional love in, uh, say, a parent-child dynamic. But even then, is there? Do parents unconditionally love their children? I don't think they do. Yeah, they can't. There's a lot of conditions. Because they they see you as a mini them. And if you step out of what they see as their mini them, then then that's not okay. And they they act unloving towards you. So I think it's just a re to we all need to really relook at how we're loving. do we love people from the right place? Is it yeah. coming from that solar plexus, or do is it coming from the heart right for them as well as ourselves, mm. or do we just want them to do what do we, we want? Just see them as a, um, a way to get what we want. Yeah, yeah exactly. That like, that's kind of what I was getting at with yeah. the dog. It's like, and we do that to ourselves. Yeah, so it goes hand in hand with self love because 
we are just trying to, we think, oh, if I get myself to sort my shit out, earn loads of money, get a good boyfriend, look really sexy and great every single day, then um, I've accomplished self-love. Um, it probably doesn't feel that self-loving to have all of these conditions on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not freedom. Is it really self-love maybe to have to not have conditions and not be in judgment of yourself, whatever position you find yourself in? Mm. So can you love yourself when you lost that job? Can you love yourself when you did something really shitty? Can you love yourself when you don't look great, you don't feel great, you've not been nice, whatever it is? In your worst moments, can you love yourself? Yeah, like, that is... Not just champion, oh, self-love is a, a movement to better myself. Like, are we already acceptable, maybe? That's a good point, Kelly, because right? that can be uh, dangerous because to want to better yourself. Yeah, and this is what going mainstream sort of does to this, doesn't it? Like, it, um, it's exploited by corporations to sell products. And mm. then it's, it becomes like, oh... Um, spend a hundred pound doing pamper days. That's what self love is with your girlfriends, you know. Like spend loads of money. Like that's what self love is. Mm. When that's not what self love is at all. That's just being convinced to buy something by a couple. Yeah, like it, yeah. those things can if you if it's something oh, yeah. you if genuinely it really makes you feel good. But it, I'm just making the point but that they are capitalizing on it. Yeah, on this trend, you know, like they try to do everything that is trending like a spiritual movement there will be the mainstream and corporations mm. trying to make money out of it and it's yeah. good to just be aware of that as well hence why it you have all those instagram influencers pushing right? the self-love yeah. movement because they are monetizing it yeah you know when really i think everyone um has a right to learn tools to improve their self-care without having to be charged yeah yeah on that note though um what tools have you used like books you've read or what's helped you with to even get into this self-love well I'm very much as everyone probably listening in the process myself of, um, oh yeah we're, we're all in well, the process yeah. Of, yeah like I I would say I've probably definitely been stuck in the um the the trap of the mind thoughts or whatever you want to call that Judgment, really, yeah like I I have crazy negative patterns going on in in my mind so I'm learning which has created chronic anxiety for the last two years so it's really pushed me to know I need to take these steps for self-love and self-care and uh, this is only something I've recently been looking into but um, one resource that um, I would highly recommend mostly because it's free um, is on CTV it's not free no but this no the challenge is free even if you're not a member yeah, oh, no, you can get some access. So if oh, there's a seven day three free challenge as well for the premium the part of the site. trial, yeah. But this is the challenge is free for everyone. I think <laughs> by the website. So CETV is it? What is that? It's, collective um, evolution. CETV dot one. Yeah, it's collective evolution. And this process or challenge was created by um, a guy called Joe Martino, and. Um, it's called the five days of you challenge. So it's just five days 
and obviously there's a lot more when you look into the worksheets like for each day of what you can look at but the whole point is is that you take one day um I mean one hour a day where you are completely dedicated to yourself so you turn off your phone you close your laptop there's no tv no music no distractions nothing but you um and you can you can write and journal, you can meditate, you can take a walk in nature, you can do anything that's not distracting from you, yeah, so, and just by spending an hour a day, you wouldn't even believe um, what difference that could make, I'm just on day two, and it really does um, make a massive difference, it creates space in your mind, which you didn't even realize you didn't have, like, I didn't even think about the fact that I always have something playing on the laptop or not playing on the podcast in my headphones or I've got um, I'm scrolling on an app like you you're forever distracting yourself from yourself and it's realizing that just taking the time to sit down with yourself with absolutely no distractions and let yourself do whatever comes to mind. That could be a creative thing. That could be just meditating, journaling, even going out in nature. Um, so that's something that I use. In, in general, though, any type of meditation, any kind of time out in nature, any kind of acts of kindness to yourself, to others, um, all of those things are really going to benefit you. Yeah when it comes to just starting to create the space inside. And I definitely say that's what it feels like. When you do sit with yourself, you suddenly do feel like you're creating space. And you don't even realize like with the when you're stuck in your mind, it's, there's no space there. It's just like one thought after the other, bang, bang, bang. Um, so by trying to turn the volume down on the mind, yeah, so it's I so nice to just sit in the space. But even if nothing comes, just literally sitting in just the space. Observing your thoughts is yeah. a step. Just respecting right yourself more, I guess, and not constantly bombarding yourself. Yeah. Like, mine's definitely yoga. Oh, yes. I mean, beforehand, like, I've heard people say it in the past, and I would view it as an exercise, a form of exercise. And, like, yes, it does work your body, like, don't get me wrong, like, you know, you can build incredible strength doing it, but that's not the essence of yoga. Yeah. It's it's breath work, which is underrated. It is a spiritual practice. And I would just sort of, like, laugh off when people said it, but now that I've started it and gone to a true yoga class, not, like, body balance or anything like that, not to knock it, but it's not yoga. Yeah. It isn't yoga. (laughs) And... It is just a form of meditation. Although you do like an actual sit-still meditation at the end, you just, you switch off, you just focus on movement with breath and it's such a release. Like Tuesday, which is the day I do it, is my favourite day of the week and I look forward to it like as soon as it's over and I can't wait till next week because it's the perfect just clearance and just to tap in with myself and that is by far my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds chill. You're always Super in a chill. good mood. And they do say um, that yoga. the breathing thing is like some people say when they do breathing meditations or breathing with yoga or breath work, whatever it's called, they say that they even have some real spiritual experiences. Like yeah. 
the visions and things like that can come just like meditation. Yeah, because they, um, some people say that um, like breathing, when you breathe, that's like taking in energy from your source. Yeah. And from your source. When you do it in that focused way of energy. yoga or that focused way in meditation, that's when I think it can really bring in those experiences. And a lot of us don't breathe properly. Mm, don't yeah. really realise it. Everyone's got really shallow breath. I know yeah. I certainly do most of the time. Me I too. try to be more conscious of it now. And I've been taught how to breathe. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's not so ridiculous. Like, yeah. Everyone knows how to breathe. But yeah. we don't. We don't yeah. know how to truly breathe. Right. And it's, it is just like having full lungs, a full stomach of breath. And then it just does. It just wipes your mind. Yeah, yeah but that's great. why we haven't been taught to breathe, yeah. Steph. Because they want you... To be stuck in your mind, they don't want you to clear That's your mind. That's the matrix. That's how it works. The whole Steph. point is, is that <laughs> the, the mind doing its overwork is yeah. distracting totally. you from self, from what you, who you really are. It's great that things like yoga are becoming way more mainstream now, as well as well as mindfulness and meditation, because this is bringing just your average people like you probably have like your average person down at your yoga class it's not just what it used to be a bunch of hippies yeah no you know it's way more mainstream which is great like way more accessible children and everyone yeah exactly Mm. good yeah i mean the only book that i've read was the till swan shadows before dawn self-care self-love book shadows before dawn yeah (laughs) really helpful she's got some great so i'd recommend the book um she just has so many great videos all around well a lot around self-care self-love on her youtube which is completely free so you don't even have to buy the book i would just go to the youtube type into a swan and watch anything that resonates even if you yeah self-love there will be something yeah there's so many practical advice for this type of work um self-acceptance and somebody like till who has gone through extreme self-hatred and yeah yeah, check that one out and then I also wrote down CETV which yeah (laughs) I mentioned they're great at the moment um one thing we no one's brought up actually and it was the first thing I wrote down um which is holding good personal boundaries yeah I did write that down (laughs) on my self-love list yeah I think it's really important that's where I realized with myself my lack of self-love showed up the most with um, me not holding my personal boundaries and yeah. um, oh that was on my just ignoring my boundaries yeah basically yeah. I think that's something everybody needs to look into it's the the saying not saying yes when really you mean no that literally says saying yes when I mean no yeah yeah exactly uh, especially women have a lot of these problems I think is the being the martyr holding our boundaries yeah being martyrs and um just letting ourselves be um bulldozed basically the girl I follow on instagram her name is like Paige Michelle on there. She's writing a book called "It's She's a Mother" called "Be, uh, Be a Mother, Not a Martyr." Yeah, and it's about right. holding that, you know, having boundaries even with your kids. Yeah, and, you know, she loves her kids, but she, you know, you hold boundaries. Yeah, yeah. and like, I'm learning so much from her in regards to this because I do think it's one of the hardest things to, out of all the sort of yeah. self 
because we are like issues that we have. That is one of the hardest. You need to do things for other people, and regardless of whether you want to do them or not, and that yeah. makes you a good person. But it's not actually virtuous, is it? Mm. To continually override your own boundaries, and you just end up resenting people around you that you're doing these things for anyway. Yeah, like I have a serious, serious issue or addiction to wanting to be a good person or being a good person person. and that is what you know I think is the main issue with me being able to hold my own personal boundaries is I say no or I let someone down and I feel guilty and I just get trapped in this cycle but again I think this is all this is all ego mind related things it's just low confidence in yourself and what yeah. you really want and we feel so unsure surely if you really know who you are if you're if you're really in that space of who you really but those are people do, don't they? you envy them and they, they can they just say no and they don't really feel any two ways yeah. about it but then you, and you also don't of, take offense from them no. because they hold an energy where yeah. where it's just okay that's acceptable yeah 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 and you you too can be that person <laughs> actually yeah. When you realise that that's where your power is, um, letting go of the guilt, there there is no guilt. You want and you do what you, you like. You're not going to harm other people, hopefully, and we we can... Yeah, why is that? Because do that. We can't take the man, power to do that. I you to turn and said, you know what, um, I'd really rather not go out tonight. I just want to chill with my cat or, like, I just want to... Yeah, I'm like, just... Staying, I'm not having a good you know? day. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, my God, okay, no worries. But, yeah, yeah if I felt like that, I'd be like, that's God, a cop-out. Like, you're an idiot. Come on. You'll be, you bet, like, yeah. literally you me. You'd, you'd repeat it. Like, I bet they're really low forward to it. Yeah, yeah but we literally did that last week, Steph. We, we did. We went Thursday. to church, and we both weren't feeling up for it. And we both went. <laughs> yeah, but maybe yeah. you would have felt better if you'd both been a bit honest and said, yeah. actually, this time I don't want to go. Yeah, because I was like, because oh, I don't want to go. We were both battling in us, inside it, ourselves but not saying anything to each other because we're such people pleasers. We're such... Oh, thank God it's We're both here. so <laughs> addicted. Even on the drive down. We're on like, the drive down, we <laughs> admitted it to each I other. Mean, but it's that addiction that, to being yeah, the good person. myself to do things. Yeah. It is like you say, you're trying to be the good person, addicted to being good. And then there'll come a point where, doing good. you know, you keep saying yes, you keep saying yes, you keep saying yes, and you feel so crappy, but if it's, and then you snap. Yeah, and then, like, and then you feel worse. So then you think, is because, that the only way I can say no? Right? Yeah, it is. It's until you're like, you're screaming it. Yeah. 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 But, and even this is something you guys are trying to do for yourself, and then you've made it a task that you need to complete. Otherwise, you're going to feel guilty in some way. Like that's yeah. what you need to yeah. stop. You know, this. It's like um, even when I don't sing of ourselves, of ourselves yeah. and how we feel and what we do at every single given fucking moment. Like, uh, no, we have to stop doing that. That's truly what's even I is, can right? approach self-love in that way, and I hate it. I yeah. hate that about myself. Yeah, yeah you find yourself doing it because, because you're like beating yourself up because you missed a day of meditation yeah but it is this like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then you, you have to kind of give yourself um we don't know the answers guys a bit but of space. <laughs> talking about this stuff we're just bringing it up yeah because we we're trying we're running yeah. into these problems every single day like know? literally daily you know, but, you know I haven't pulled a card progress. today and I was like crap so thinking, I haven't yeah. pulled a card like thinking, oh, got nothing to talk to the girls about like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I do feel guilty if I'm well, who are you without you, the card? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because it's because the truth it's, is, is when thinking. when the, we all need to meditate. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like, what kind of spiritual person are you? You didn't meditate today. You didn't pull a card today. Yeah. Imposter. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Absolute fine. And but then again, that comes down to the care and what other people think. Yeah. And, yeah. and that um, can be really detrimental because they're not living your life. And also not being authentic so I mm. find with myself a lot it's like I know where I want to go I know who I want to be like I know who I am and what I'm trying to express and but I've been so caught up f- through 30 years of being on this planet yeah. you know in these bad <laughs> habits that I picked up over my lifetime right. yeah. but um I feel like you know not authentic when I'm like oh I'll just you know I'll just watch this instead of doing any self-benefiting things like meditate and yoga or, you know, and I distract myself or whatever. And then I don't feel authentic because I want to, I know what I am. I know what I'm, what's going to make me happy. What's where I want to go. But then I take these steps not in that direction am I making yeah. sense like I it's trying like to almost like a program like yeah you, yeah you, know, you just follow the program yeah so to do what other people want and expect you know it's just like a, we fall yeah. back into those bad habits really it is a bad habit God, to like not Netflix. stand up for your own yeah it's like, really oh, well, everyone like binge watches Netflix and stuff like that yeah. and I do feel like I shouldn't be doing that there's so much more better yeah. things for myself I could be doing but like everyone's talking about this new show yeah left out and it's it's stupid but it but it's not it doesn't make me feel good you know like when I do those self-loving things like when you go to yoga class or when I meditate you know then I feel so good for doing it like it's kind of hard to get yourself there sometimes you know it's hard to go okay I'm gonna like just meditate for half an hour in silence like that's really freaking hard and it's really freaking hard to put your leggings on and like go with loads of strangers into a class of yoga people like it's hard and but when you do it it's almost like that breaking of the cycle you know like you broke out of your cage yeah so it's like doing keeping something up it's so true that if you make 30 days of doing something makes a habit You know, so it's like I think we're all constantly stuck in this place of where we haven't stuck at something long enough to make it a habit. Yeah. And we're still stuck with a lot of our bad habits like the Netflix, like the yeah. YouTube. Like the- Hopefully we will all start to think about what what really we can do. Yeah, so I think it is having some self-discipline. So it's like, yeah, that bit of self yeah, It's annoying, like you say, like you feel really good after doing the thing, but it's not like the quick tricks, like eating a donut because then yeah you can, exactly that, like, that's a quick fix and you eat it you feel really good and you're like oh more yeah and you could easily go back for more but this kind that's of like, like me on youtube but this kind <laughs> of video. like positive thing you, again there is this resistance and you're like yeah it's like why if you know you feel good after why yeah. can't you stick with it it's like what kelly said we've got to rewrite the program yeah. almost it rewrite is, the pattern that's it it's so hard so i think we'll maybe wrap it up here do you think do you have anything else to add you guys um just find what works for you try everything think thoughts equal things i think change your story and your life will change yep 
So it's a story we tell ourselves and can we stop berating ourselves and instead go towards what we really love? Yeah, like another one little thing I wanted to add quickly was um, I do want to research into it more and maybe we could even do a podcast on chakras or energy centers at some point. But a lot of people have been having success with like um, using their chakra points or their energy centers um, to really hone in on these problems, things like anxiety or these overrunning thoughts or whatever these blocks that are holding you back from where you want to be. Um, because often if you feel into your body, you can kind of feel where, where there's problems. So where do you feel pain or where do you feel ang- anxiety or unease? Um, is it in the pit of your stomach? If you want to find out, get some Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> if it's um, in your heart or in your head. So, for example, i just give one example of... Um, the solar plexus is where a lot of plexus <laughs> is where a lot of people feel anxiety and in that part of the body and normally this is because you're not showing up enough in life so um are you um putting yourself out there are you saying look at me because we're here to express and be and yeah. that's where and this, if you're depressed maybe you're not expressing enough because mm, that is the opposite so I notice I have an anxiety um issue and that's where I'm feeling a lot of discomfort in that chakra in that area of my body and then if I actually think well am I saying look at me am I letting that part of myself show no you know this podcast is a great example because uh, we're not even promoting this yet you know so we're not really pushing and putting ourselves out there feeling that worthiness feeling worthy so um just checking in with your body and the different energy points because you could actually have a blockage going there and it might benefit you to even just focus do chakra focused work so if you're having um problems just in in for example like me with anxiety I'm now doing a lot of work focus around um that chakra as well as my heart chakra so maybe we will go into um do some more research on energy centers and stuff because I've been like, I've seen people healing cancer and things just through um, chakra work, like energy work. So definitely underrated. Yeah. And we hold these, these, these are just like portals in our body that are holding um, different energy. So it's really important to maybe research and look into that a bit. So if, if that resonates with you, I just thought I'd put that in there. And that was sort of the last thing I had to say. Another thing um, we already spoke about a little bit was connection with animals. So maybe if you struggle with connecting with people and you have the isolation issue that Kelly mentioned earlier, you can always um, start off trying to connect with animals. I think that they um, can really help you work on giving love as well. Is that everything from everyone? That's about it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been a great um, podcast today to talk about these issues of lack of self-love and how to gain self-love. 
So thank you again for listening to the Lioness podcast and we will see you next week. This podcast was sponsored by Earth Restaurant in Petersfield. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day we'll have a real sponsor. But for now, you can visit our vegan restaurant in Petersfield. We'll say that's the sponsor. And then hopefully we can manifest some new sponsors. Maybe as this is our fifth one, we can now have the confidence to start an Instagram and a Twitter and we'll start promoting it. Maybe we can... Do you think? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think a Twitter and an Instagram would be the Twitter. beginning yeah. of our promoting. How can people find out about the vegan restaurant? Oh, so um, you can just go straight to our website. Website It's eataterth.com. Or and then Instagram. all of our Instagram links, are on, all of our links are at eataterth. Eat yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think we've got Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So you can find the restaurant there. And all three of us work here So at the restaurant. We do actually work here, yeah. But did you start, um, you didn't start any for the podcast? No. So we'll announce those next time. Yeah. So we haven't created any um, social media yet for the podcast, but that'll be coming very soon when the logo's up and ready. And then, yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. It's been great to have you. Appreciate you. And don't forget to love yourself. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye.